So, Shruti, very, very profound term used for describing Vedas or referring to them, has been uh, commonly interpreted as that which is heard. Mm -hmm. But that which is heard, you know, I'm hearing the radio also. Right. I mean, I, I hear all kind of things. So, how do you differentiate it from that which is heard? Well, the translation, literal translation of Shruti is that. But, <laughs> but we have to understand, you have to go to the source word for what it has been used. Just because it has that meaning, does not mean that it is only that much. So, Shruti, that which is heard is not what which you hear with these ears, hmm. but that which is heard with the you know ears of Samadhi. So, hearing is the is the distortion because it has been when you say that which is heard it has been mapped onto a biological act of hearing with your ears. Right. So, originally the Veda was heard by Brahma. So, he sat in meditation and then he heard it. So, tene brahma hridaya adi kavye. So, in the heart and heart again does not mean physical heart rather I mean we do not have again same problem non-translatable enough. So, he heard it within himself without the external ears. So, that is the Vedic sound because this Vedic sound is eternal. Mm. That is why we call it Sanatana Dharma mm. or Veda is Nitya. Means it is not a sound which I make. Mm. This, there are two types of sound, Ahat and Anahat. So, Ahat is when two things strike, like when I speak with my tongue, I am striking my tongue with certain part of the mouth, my vocal cords are vibrating. So, this is sound which is created, it is created and it comes to an end. Mm. So, this sound of the Vedas is not like that. It is an eternal sound. Mm. So, that is called Anahata Shabda. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, that we cannot hear with these ears. Mm. So, hearing that requires certain purification. So, it truly it is uh, Rishi in a certain state of consciousness describing it to another person in that state of consciousness. Right. And so, somebody in a lower state of consciousness is not even capable of figuring out what he said. Right. You cannot. So, that is why you have to go that is. So, now the question comes that Rishi has heard it and he wants to give it to us. So, how he is going to give it to us because we are not at that level. Right. So, then he gives us the process. Hmm. So, this Upanayana and why it is called Upanishad. Upa means coming close. So, nine leading closure to that. So, this is the process that you have to now purify hmm. because if my consciousness is hooked on to the lower desires or so called lower chakras or if it is animalistic consciousness that I cannot understand that. Because if according to my own awareness I see things, mm. you know this awareness you can see some kind of glass. Mm. So, if I have a red glass, if I have a blue glass in front of my eyes, then I am going to see everything as red or blue or green. So, how to remove that? that covering, so, so that I can start seeing it. So, Rishi is the one who has purified himself to that extent that he can see the reality face to face. Mm. That is why he is called Rishi. Mm. So, he, then he gives me the process how mm. I can also do it. Mm. And that process is originally coming from the original person Mahapurusha God. So, there is a such a subtle hearing 
such a at a, such a high state of consciousness, it is not physical sound like sound waves in the material world. Yeah. Uh, because this sound travels at the speed of sound and all that, but this hearing is of a different kind. It's not yeah. within the laws of physics. So it's like even if you study the Yoga Sutra, there are many people who have sincerely done meditation. Then they will tell you that well, when they meditate, then they hear some sound, mm -hmm. or they get some taste, or they smell some fragrance. So this is also not this sound of the Vedas. Right. But they, what they have done is they have they have transcended the Pancha Mahabhutas, and they are coming to the subtle level of Mahabhutas, and then they can means they have purified their senses, so they can now smell without any object fragrant object being around. They can hear sometimes the sound of flute or a bell or something like that. So these senses, what we are saying about hearing, uh, we can also say about other senses right. that the, the, there is a higher state of consciousness corresponding to these senses and what is experienced in, the, in that higher state, uh, seeing, hearing and all that is not to be confused as what we are seeing and hearing. Right. So, in the Yogic Sutra, it is said Tatra Ritambra Pragya. So, Pragya means intelligence and Ritambra means truth bearing, Ritam, truth, Bhara. So, at that state of Samadhi, one attains that kind of, you know, vision or intelligence that one sees without using this gross organs. Mm. That is why Yogi can see the past, he can see the future. He goes beyond the limitation of time and space. He transcends that. And then you can actually hear this. Mm. So that's why that is called Shruti. Mm. So this there is a process to become qualified to hear that. Mm. So the best is just to leave it untranslated and say this is Shruti. Right. And then the person is going to ask what, why, then you have to give him a longer answer, send him this link to understand a little more profoundly that this is not just hearing in the common sense. Right. So, it just to give another example that you go and you see some nice place, some scenery. Okay. So, then you want to give that experience to somebody at your home. So, you take a picture and you show it to them that this is where I went. But actually this picture is only a two-dimensional representation yeah. of that three-dimensional. It is not the actual experience of being there. Right. So, you cannot really transfer transport that experience to him, but you can give something like a keyhole idea that you get an idea into it. So, similarly, what you have the Vedas which are written down, you hear them and you can get some understanding, but the real truth is revealed when you study them. Therefore, the explanation which, in, which is given by our sages, the understanding which they have, that is the real understanding. And now people are writing commentaries, they have no qualification actually to even study that. They have not undergone any open and sanskara, they have not studied from any gurus, but they are interpreting the Vedas and they are basically misinterpreting it. Then they start saying, well, there is a mention of this and there is a mention of that and all kinds of things they talk about the Vedas. Yeah. They, they have no qualification to. Yeah. So, in this, in this whole project of non-translatables, we are bringing you different wisdom, wanting you to take over the terminology, the vocabulary and get qualified people to teach you so you can have these experiences. Whereas, if you replace Shruti with, you know, that which is heard, well, then, you know, then you do not need Shruti anymore because you are hearing all kinds mm -hmm. of things. Yeah. yeah. And even, even 
to hear this you have to actually go to the guru and hear it there is an intonation even the vedas samhitas so that also have to be heard properly because you change the intonation the meaning changes so in vak there is the the vakari which is the external sound right and then there is the madhyam which is i'm thinking about it sound internally and then there's pashanti which is uh, kind of uh, beyond this and then there is para which is so that transcendent. Is, that is the shruti. So, the, can we say that the shruti, when you say that which is heard, you got to tell the person there is many levels of hearing. Right. And, and uh, there is many levels of sound, there is many, uh, so that has to be part of the explanation. So, what the rishi has heard and called shruti was not heard at the vakri level. Certainly not. Yeah.